So a few comments on the practice, and then we'll see what questions you might have. If you stick around long enough, you'll find that there are just extraordinarily large number of practices or techniques that can help support presence. And it can feel like it's confusing grab bag. So we try to offer the ones that are mo- that we found are most useful for most people. And one of the ways I think of it is the basic practice is being presence, just presence. This is awareness that's recognizing and allowing what's here. And that then there are all these different skillful means that help us to come back when we've drifted, perhaps use a particular anchor, home base, um, bring kindness, all the different ways that we create an atmosphere for really that openness and tenderness and wakefulness that we describe as presence. And what happens is that for each of you, you'll have to find out, keep checking inside and sensing, well, in any given moment, what really most serves that presence. And for some, you might find taking more and more time just to collect around the breath really helps because it quiets the mind and lets you notice what's happening. And for others, you'll find that that collecting around the breath is kind of controlling and narrowing, and what's really neat is an openness that just lets the life move through in a more fluid way. The responsibility ends up landing in your court, and it's an experiment. It really is. But what I've found over the years is that when I, and it's been decades now, and I see that some people gotten kind of plateaued in their path and practice, and others have uh, really kept in this very creative opening. What's made the difference is not the particular practice. What's made the difference is uh, an attitude that the key element is sincerity. When there's this sincerity, this caring about love, being in love with truth, being in love with love, really, that's all that matters. Then experiment with different practices, but the awakening keeps happening. And the other piece is that within the practice, the attitude that really makes a difference is to stay friendly and interested. You know, to not have it be a doing, because we so quickly bring our habits of ego doing into meditation. So friendliness and interest. So the practice is not about getting back to the breath. That's a skillful means that might or might not work. In fact, when you wake up from thoughts, it's really helpful to take your time to say, oh, okay, so this is reality. These sounds, these sensations. And then if it helps you to collect your attention with the breath, then you gently land again. But take your time. The place that we'll be spending probably the most time with is, okay, when something challenging comes up and we catapult into some reactivity, what's the wisest way to uh, really establish a presence that can have some freedom in the midst? And and often we share the acronym RAIN, and I'd just be curious, how many of you have never been introduced to RAIN? Can I see by hands? There are a few, few. Just to encourage you to, if it's helpful, RAIN basically is being mindful in the midst of difficulty, and it breaks down to R of recognizing, just 
in the moment that you notice or you recognize, okay, fear's here, rather than being inside it and identify with it, there's a little more space of awareness. So even to use that naming can be helpful. R is recognize. A is allow. And that's the commitment. It's that part of you that says, you know, as much as I don't like, there's still some intuition that staying is really where the freedom is. So you just kind of, and even in a cellular way, you just say, okay, with interest, with friendliness, let's make space, allow. And the I is investigate with kindness, where the interest comes in. Okay, what's this really like? So just bring in that quality of interest, just to sense in the body. You might sense, well, what am I believing? But don't go off into the mind too much. It's mostly, if there's any tip, it's keep coming back to the body. You know, when they say, enter the wilderness, this body is the wilderness, and you can trust it. Everything will unfold through presence in the body. So investigate with kindness what's happening here. The end of rain, there's nothing to do. It's the fruit of that attention. The end is that not identified, no longer caught in the fearful self or the angry self, but resting now in what you might call your natural presence in that wholeness of heart and mind. Okay, so enough of my comments. We'd love to hear whatever is on your mind on, you know, what's come up this morning for you that you might want some attention to. So I grew up very hypervigilant where I was caretaker at a very young age. And I noticed that when I can finally really, the thoughts are gone, you know, when I really can find that place, my brain goes, the thoughts are gone, oh my God, and I panic. And I think it's because I'm just habitually used to being so hypervigilant and maybe, you know, many of us are. You may be more hypervigilant than others on the spectrum, but it's part of our nervous system's wiring. In fact, some some research say that we get up, we wake up 10 times during the night just to scan our environment to make sure it's safe, and then we go back to sleep, but we don't remember that we've woken up. There is a default mechanism in in the mind that says, you know, if you're not task-oriented, that then you have to kind of start thinking of the future and the past because we get very disoriented and feeling like, oh, I'm not taking care of protecting myself when I'm just resting. So it happens to all of us, and it still comes back to that same, just to notice, oh, okay, that vigilance, that clutch, and make room for it. Don't make it wrong. Don't, like, turn it into a pathology, because it's really natural. But just give it room, and then with that same kind of interest, okay, well, what's this like right now? And you can offer some reassurance. And it may be that you do that over these next two days hundreds and hundreds of times, but the gift is that each time you're going to have a little bit more of that realization that what you are is not the scared self, but you're that awareness that's aware. And that's the gift of the whole practice. doesn't matter how many times we have to notice and reopen. It's like each time there's a little less of that identification, a little more that you really sense the truth of, of what you are. And that gives a kind of faith and well-being that actually begins to decondition the hypervigilance. Thank you. When I sit for a long time, it's like my muscles need to be contracted and 
And this is the really embarrassing part is something is happening that I, I when I'm trying to relax after a bit or pay attention, it's not relax, it's pay attention, it's just the sitting. Somehow I have this experience, this this physical need to to contract muscles and you know, I don't I I feel like mm-hmm. something's wrong with me. <laughs> so actually, that's that's your starting place. Just what you said—that you know, you started with embarrassment and you ended with the something's wrong with me. It's going to be a really useful place for you to explore. I mean, there's things to find out, but you, what will enable you to discover and wake up around that is how you relate to it. So if you can not make it wrong, remember that one. <laughs> it's so important. It happens so quickly with our experience that we have an experience and then in some way there's an evaluation that it's wrong, I'm wrong, usually that we're the only one. You know, there's all sorts of ways that our system tries to get us away from presence because it feels scary and undefended and like we should be doing something. So we each have our own strategies and then feel bad about them. Try to unlayer it. There's nothing wrong and then get curious and start noticing when you feel that urge to tighten, to do that contractionable bond or whatever it is for you. Um, just notice what's swirling around it. Just sense, you know, okay, is there fear? Is there anxiety? Is there restlessness? Just kind of notice the feeling tone that's going on. And then you might or might do it. If you do it, then sense, okay, so what's that like? And what's it like when I relax again? Or you might try not contracting and then sense what else builds up then. In other words, let it be an experiment, but have the container be that this is something that can be a portal to deeper understanding, not that it's wrong. Does that help for now? Yeah, thank you. So I just realized that sometimes I am fixated on change, like I'm always looking for something to fix. Hmm. Um, you know, and it gives me a sense of empowerment in a sense, because it's like, yeah, I'm transforming and I'm growing and all these things but I also think that it's not acceptance if that makes any sense yeah because I'm always looking for something to fix and change so I guess my question is do you have any suggestions on how I can like accept where I am Mm -hmm. while still being committed to Mm. Um, transformation, Hmm. if that makes any sense. Your question is such a good one because it's a, it's a very, actually a deep insight to see how our, uh, system, our organism is always trying to control things, change things, fix things and get better. It's like very few moments that we're not in some way having a project. So that itself, just to appreciate that that, that's a truth, that that's, you're, you're observing something. And then how to accept, you know, we can have a deep aspiration to be present and be free. And the, and then what actually manifests it is a willingness to, um, and it takes a lot of courage to explore non-doing. So, it ta- you have to do a certain amount of doing to set up the stage for non-doing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Like if we said, if we came here and right away said, okay, we're all going to sit here, and the instructions are, don't do anything, just don't do anything, um, we'd be off in a sleep or trance or a lot. So do some skillful doing, you know, a little bit of project to set the stage. In other words, relax through the body and collect the attention, quiet the mind, let the project be there. But then dedicate a certain portion of each sitting, each walking, to have the simple instructions. The only doing is to notice when there's doing and just to relax back. Just to keep noticing with curiosity, with humor, because there's all these little subtle ways we get in there and try to do something. I usually make that commitment, and then right away I say, yeah, but first I'm going to just do da-da-da-da. So have a dedicated period of radical non-doing, where there's simple, that's a simple intention there, and um, have fun with it, because it's very revealing, and you're already on a really good track in what you're noticing. Yeah, thank you.